What is up, everybody? It is Zach for Matt Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slap Socks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. This past week was the first week of the new Champions League season. Started off with a bang, a lot of great matches, including this one, Inter Milan versus Real Madrid. Now, this was a, a game that was locked in a nil-nil draw all the way to the end when Rodrigo scored a, sp a spectacular goal from a sublime assist from Eduardo Camavinga, giving Camavinga a goal and an assist in his first two games with Real Madrid, which is obviously massive for him to get off and running on the right foot at the Santiago Bernabeu, which he has done so. Very successfully, Madrid collect three points and Inter are already facing a hole like how they have in the past in the Champions League. They don't want to go out before the knockout stages again. Moving on to one of the, an absolutely bonkers game, and as you can tell, nine goals between two teams. City uh, winning 6-3 to three against RB Leipzig. Christian Unkuku with a spectacular or in Kunku with a, a spectacular hat trick for Leipzig. However, it wasn't enough. City was on their game offensively. Grealish scored in a really nice goal on his Champions League debut. Cancelo had a nice goal. Even Jesus and Ake got on the on the score sheets too. Yeah, City, even though they don't have a true number nine, they can still really attack and really score goals when guys like Grealish, De Bruyne, and even Cancelo are playing at their best, so they're going to be one to watch out for in the Champions League for sure. Moving on to Barcelona versus Bayern Munich. This was a cakewalk for Bayern. 3-0 win because it could have easily been worth. Alfonso Davies looked like he was back to his best, just terrorizing Barcelona down the left-hand side, completely dominant. Robert Lewandowski, who else, with a brace. And, yeah, Barca just cannot hang at the elite level anymore. They're too old. They're too slow. They don't have the quality that they used to, especially with Messi gone now, too. And Bayern, as always, remains a machine. This is going to be a long season for Barcelona, though, not just in the Champions League, La Liga, too, which I will get to later on in this video. Next comes – oh, and off the back of that spectacular performance – Alfonso Davies, and just he's continued that trend, not just in that game, but throughout the season so far. He's fit. He's confident coming off some great games with Canada, too. And his cards are back on the rise, as you can see with his optic-based PSA 9. Uh, going from $35 to $45 in about a week. Yeah, this will continue to rise as he keeps making highlight reel plays, especially in the championship, which we all know he can do due to his speed and technical ability. Moving on to uh, Dortmund against Beskitas. Bellingham is Bellingham and Holland are both unreal players. Both scored great goals for them, giving Dortmund a 2-1 win. And, yeah, I mean, these guys are some of the faces of the card market, faces of the game, some of the best young players in the world. And for good reason, these players just have so much quality in them, and they rise up in big matches too. Then we have uh, probably the most surprising result of this past week's UCL games, PSG versus Club Brugge. 
it was really a sluggish performance from PSG. They still have not Messi still not integrated in that to that team. Hasn't scored yet. They look a little bit disjointed from time to time. And yeah, it's been a struggle for PSG so far. And this result reflects that though. To be fair to Club Brugge, they gave a massive performance, a massive effort. Their fans were amazing. And they honestly deserved to get something out of this match. And that's what they did. And then Liverpool loves a comeback against uh, AC Milan as they did again here. 3-2 win. Henderson scoring a spectacular volley to win it in the 69th minute. Liverpool's look strong this season. And they're probably starting to feel now that they can challenge not only for the Premier League, but the UCL too. But we'll see. It's a long season. I don't think they have the depth in the end to make it, but and this was cool. Young boys played Manchester United. Ronaldo scored another goal for United, but that wasn't the story at the end of it. Jordan P. Fox, Sabicho, who's one of those players in contention for that number nine spot on the U.S. men's national team, scored a 90-plus-5 winner. And he's the first American to ever score against United in the Champions League. And while I was scoring the latest ever goal, an American of the Champions League, and the scenes were absolutely crazy. This game was in Switzerland at Young Boys, and the players, the fans, everyone was going absolutely nuts, and it was a really well-taken finish by him, and it's what he needs to do if he wants to be in contention for those minutes for the U.S. men's national team, because although it's looking like Pepe is stamping his hold on the position, as we all know, things can change very, very fast, and it's still a long time until the World Cup starts. Moving on with more Champions League news. This is huge for the card market. Tops has announced that they're extending their partnership with UEFA until 2024. So what does that mean for Tops If they're staying as a company and not uh, bowing out to Fanatics, they will be basing their future around Champions League. The one caveat to this, though, is I'm pretty sure they don't lose their licenses in baseball until 2024-2025, so it's being extended until then, and then their future could be up in the air yet again. But right now, you would expect them to make their UEFA and their soccer products a centerpiece of their brand moving forwards because they're losing the baseball license. So hopefully this leads to us finally, finally, finally getting some tops Dynasty Champions League and just a more high-end UEFA Champions League product in general. The market, I feel like, is crying out for it. We're looking for some more on-card autos of Messi, Ronaldo. Need some on-card autos of Holland, all these other guys. And hopefully this leads to Tops bringing that to us. And then moving on to what happened in club football uh, in the leagues this past weekend. United defeated uh, West Ham United 2-1. De Gea saved the penalty in uh, injury time. Ronaldo amongst the scores again. Lingard with a really well-taken goal. Lingardinho's back. He's playing for United again. And really, it's because of West Ham, which is the team he scored the winner against, which is kind of ironic. But he looks to have resurrected his career at this point. Does it lead to a bump in his cards? I don't know. But Ronaldo has looked very, very good for Manchester United so far as they look to really give Chelsea – and maybe City a title challenge this year. Dortmund against Union Berlin. Holland 
unreal player. Might be the best goal scorer in the world at the moment, form-wise. Scored a brace, including a spectacular volley goal. If you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. Just holds off the defender with his strength, and then shades of Ibrahimovic with his volley dink chip over the top of the keeper, nestle in the co- into the net. Amazing, amazing, amazing goal. And Holland continues to show his quality. And when he eventually moves to a team that has a moves to a side that has a team as good as him around him, watch out. He will be winning Champions Leagues and league and league titles, cups, everything in the next couple of years. So I mean, Holland's one already one of the most expensive players in the card market for a reason, one of the most expensive players in the transfer market for a reason. He is absolutely spectacular. And then one of the biggest games of the weekend, Tottenham versus Chelsea. Yeah, uh, not great. Not a great result for me as a Spurs fan. But the first half, I do have to say, I Tottenham were the better team against Chelsea. We had better chances. We were dictating the play. The team looked really strong. Couldn't finish anything off, unfortunately. Going to halftime, Tycho brings on Conte, which it's almost not unfair how you have a player that good just able to bring off the bench. Starts him in the second half, completely flips the game around. Chelsea gain control of the midfield, gain control of the tempo, gain control of possession, gain control of everything, purely because of the introduction of Conte. And he rewarded himself with a goal and then, Goals from Chelsea center backs, Thiago Silva and Antonio Rudiger, too. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I really do think Chelsea's going to win the league. They have so much quality in this side. And if slash when they do, we're going to see a bump in players' card markets that led them there, like Conte, like Lukaku, like hopefully Pulisic when he gets back, like Havertz, yeah, and like Mount, and all these other guys. Chelsea have so much quality. And they're going to be right in the title race all season long, and I really do expect them to win it. And then this is bad. Juventus lost Ronaldo, obviously, this summer. Didn't really bring much in, and they're still in the relegation zone. I think it's six, five or six games in, or like four or five or six games into the Serie A season right now after a draw with AC Milan, which wasn't a terrible result. AC Milan's a good team and all. But for Juventus to be in the relegation zone of Serie A table, obviously not where they want to be, a side that still considers themselves in the Super League too. That's not very Super League of you if you're in the relegation zone of your league. Just saying. Moving on to PSG, they beat Lyon, which is a good win for them. Cardi with a late winner, Neymar with a goal, but there was some more drama with them. Messi was subbed off in the 75th minute and refused to shake Pochettino's hand as he came off. And then it was later reported that Messi had picked up a knock and that Pochettino took him out as a matter of caution. And it was probably just frustration on Messi's part that he hadn't done more to affect the game. But yeah, Messi still hasn't scored for PSG yet. And when you contrast that to Ronaldo scoring goals freely right now for United, it's not a great look, but He's messy. He's the greatest player ever. The goals will come. He will get integrated into that team. And when he does watch out, PSG are going to be impossible to stop, especially defensively. And then Venetia's continued his really strong start for Real Madrid, scoring again because they beat Valencia 2-1 behind a late goal from Benzema in the 88th minute. 
Real Madrid is really going to be right there all season long for the La Liga title race. It's, I think it's between the two Madrid co- clubs. Atletico and Real will decide the title in La Liga this year. And then Barcelona struggles, as I alluded to, continued, gave up an early goal to Granada, and were saved by Ronald Araujo, 89th minute. But Coleman decided to move PK, Gerard PK, up to striker in the 75th minute. They look a disjointed mess, out of ideas. The quality isn't there. The effort isn't there. The energy isn't there. And I feel like it, it can't go long, much longer with Coleman in charge. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's sacked sometime in the next two months or so. But even if he – whether he is or he isn't, it's not really going to change much for Barcelona. That's their problem right now. They're not a team that can score goals in bunches. They don't defend well. And it's going to be a long year for them. Fati coming back will help. But is he still the same player he was coming off all his terrible knee injuries? I don't know. We will see. But they desperately need help right now. And then moving more into some market news, massive, massive Ricardo Pepe sale. This is a super refractor, top scrum super refractor. $15,500 someone paid for that. Obviously, people are very high on him after his huge performance for the U.S. men's national team in this past international window, but there's more reason to be high on him too. He's, this is what That wasn't a one-off. He's been dominant in the MLS this season, and he's – very, very likely to be getting a transfer to Europe sometime in the next either this winter window or next summer. It's shown by all these Serie A teams being after him. And I'm sure that list will grow to include Premier League, Bundesliga teams as he continues to score goals for both FC Dallas and the U.S. men's national team. Then another two big cards sold in the, the latest PWCC auction. Both uh, the same card. Ronaldo's main mega cracks rookie, Messi's main mega cracks rookie, same grade. Ronaldo sold for $14,400. Messi sold for $24,000. This gap is consistent to what we've seen in the comparable sales prices between these two cards for them. Messi has remained at a higher premium, which is as expected because many more people consider him to be the greatest over Ronaldo. And yeah, I think these are, these are good sales. They show that the high-end soccer card market is still strong. People are willing to pay big money for these guys as long-term investments. And I think it'll play out very well for them and then the people that are buying these cards. And then a massive, massive sale here. 1958, Alifa Bola Gay Pele, PSA uh, 6.5, sold for $175,000. This card was bought three years ago. This exact one. For $6,400 via, via PWCC eBay, eBay auction. It was just that it's been sold in a private sale for $175,000 or less than 100 total of these cards, these stickers really, graded between PSA and SGC. Pele is one of the greatest players of all time, probably the greatest pre-2000 player ever, him or Maradona. And the vintage soccer market is strong, and it's growing too as this – these type of sales bring more and more attention to it. And he's not the only great player to come out of his, that era to you guys like Garinja and then moving a little forward, Beckenbauer, Cloyf, all these guys, Maradona have all had big sales of their cards in the past too. So yeah, the vintage market is one that's growing. 
which makes a lot of sense when you compare it to the high prices seen in the baseball, basketball, and football vintage card markets, and that soccer will continue to get to that point and master it going forward. Then I'm going to end it with some market data, courtesy of Slapstocks Pro, of course, totally free, best graphics in the game. If you guys aren't signed up for it yet, I don't know what you're doing. You can track your collection, latest trenders, everything, compare cards head-to-head, all that good stuff. I'm going to look at Holland. As we know, he had that huge spike last uh, spring in the Champions League, declined way down in the summer. But now we see a steady uptick up as he continues to score goals and bunches for Dortmund. We're not going to see these big spikes, though, until he gets to the knockout stages of the Champions League because people really don't think Dortmund's going to win much of anything this year, and they're waiting for Holland to get that transfer away. But should he get them to the Champions League quarterfinal, scores a brace, scores a hat trick, then we're going to start to see prices approach the point that we saw last week because that's what got him there in the first place. But he's not a definitely not a bad buy at these prices right now because he obviously has a lot of room to grow. He's one of the most in-demand players on the market. He's almost assured to get a transfer away to one of football's biggest and most successful clubs this next summer. He's a World Cup, too, if he can get Norway there, which would be massive. And even if he can't, he'll be placed on a club that I'm sure will be one of the favorites to win the Champions League. And then that would drive his market even higher, too, as we've seen in the past. If you're winning in the Champions League and scoring goals, your market's going to rise. And if Holland's team is winning the Champions League, it'll be because he's scoring goals. Uh, That's going to do it for this week. So always like, comment, subscribe. DM if you have any questions. Follow FC. Follow me on Instagram. All that good stuff. Thanks for watching. Peace.